When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Coolays, and welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Remy Dixon. Today, I get the pleasure of talking about the last two games, one against Betis and the one that just finished today against Royal Antwerp. I'm going to discuss some standout performances, some key takeaways, and then finish off with some questions for the future and where we go from here. But before we get into those topics, here's a quick word from our sponsor, NordVPN. Are you tired of hackers and cyber criminals snooping around your online activities? Do you want to safely access your favorite shows and content from anywhere in the world? Then you need NordVPN, the best VPN on the market. And the good news is that there's an exclusive birthday deal just for you. Buy NordVPN now and win extra subscription time. With NordVPN, you can protect your online activity and keep your private information away from prying eyes. And if you're traveling abroad, don't worry. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country and safely enjoy content as if you never left. So what are you waiting for? Visit nordvpn.com Barca now to get this special birthday deal. Shield your data from snoops and criminals with NordVPN's state-of-the-art encryption. Safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, or simply browse in complete privacy. Again, visit nordvpn.com Barca. The link is in the show notes. Get NordVPN now and enjoy a safe and private online experience. As I talk to you all, we are two games, two five zero wins. It's amazing. We are up there right now. I mean, I can't imagine any Barca fan that is not just buzzing that is not just excited to be where we are and seeing what we're seeing. This is the first time in a very long time that we've played this type of football, that we've scored these many goals. But really, it's not even about the goals for me. It's it's about the football. It's about the quality. To think about where we were just two weeks ago, I'm pretty sure I came on here and I said, hey, we're getting boring. Like, I remember watching the game at the pub with some penistas thinking this was not fun i don't know if this is a game that i would ever rewatch i haven't rewatched a barza game in so long i've done at least twice recently so it's great to be where we are it's great to be a barza fan we have that hope again we have that joy again the crowd is going crazy again i'm excited of course you know about what we did against betty's coming off of an international break, which typically gets us. International break is the game after the international break has never been the best for our teams, even at our best, you know? So to see what we did um, against Besties, 5-0, absolutely amazing. The lineup was just what everybody wanted to see. The first full game of Jao Cancelo and Jao Felix. 
we lined up with three up top. Fran Torres, Lewandowski, and Felix. Three in the middle, and, you know, our typical four in the back. But this time, our defense had a proper right back and a proper left back. Two just extremely quality players that like to get up, that like to do different things, actually. Balde will stay on the chalk and cut in, but Jao Cancelo, it seems, likes to invert and get into the midfield and and play. I mean, I don't know if you follow Arsenal or not, but Jao Cancelo reminds me a lot of Zinchenko and that role that he's playing on the left side. It's just very interesting to see how different Balde and Cancelo are and their choices of when they go up, how they go up. Balde's going to cut around on the outside, use his speed to beat a defender and try to get a ball in, mostly something on the ground because he's already in the box. Cancelo, everywhere, absolutely everywhere, likes to invert in and make his moves from there. Man, it was amazing to see. Our defense was solid. The cover that we've had, I think that's one of the things when, when we talked about what Xavi's been doing, I said, I was very happy with what he's done defensively. For these last two games, I've been just so calm about our defense, so calm about where we go. I mean, we have Kunde playing that center mid position, or sorry, center back position. When you see him play this position, I think you understand why he likes it and why he wants to be there. He does so much, and I'll talk a bit more about him in the Antwerp game because it showed a bit more, but I mean, him and Christensen playing in that position, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when Araujo comes back. I like Christensen. I think he is a great defender. I think he's a very solid defender and he does what he does very well. He stays back, but the mobility that Kunde and Araujo present, I think it's going to be a mouthwatering defense to see Kunde Araujo Balde Cancelo looking forward to those days but just really happy that we're in a position right now where Araujo isn't playing and we have Kunde and Christensen playing as well as they are defense was solid midfield was also solid starting out with Frankie de Jong Gavi and Oriol Romeu in the middle of the park Obviously, there are questions here about, is that a starting lineup that we'd ever see again? Um, What happens when Pedri comes back? What happens if Gundogan's fit? All those are things I'll get into a little bit later, but they did very well. I mean, Romelu has been a revelation this season in the sense of solid. He's just a solid player. He does what he needs to do very well. He allowed Frankie to kind of move around in a lot of different ways, and, and it was beautiful to see. I mean, Frankie was has been one of the standout players of this of this season so far. And I think it's it's great to see him finally get the chance to do the things that we've all known he could. And it just never felt like he was given that chance. Probably because Busquets was here. But to see him having that freedom to run the midfield the way he wants to run it, we see him making deep runs from the defense of the offense. He does well going forward. He does well coming back. Having Romeu there, again, that freedom that he has to take the ball from deep and move it all the way up through, 
it's just beautiful to see. But I think the best thing about Frankie's game during this Betis game was his picking out passes. We saw a completely different midfield against Betis. Absolutely different than we've seen in a very long time. These players were moving the ball. They were getting the ball from one side to the other very quickly. And it wasn't left to right. It was up and down, you know. And I think a lot of that has to do with Jao Cancelo coming in and just being an absolute forward-thinking player. Just the ball needs to go up. The ball needs to keep going up. It needs to keep going up. It cannot stay back. It cannot go side to side. Ball needs to go up. And that change, huge. You could see it. I would like to say that I think a lot of it is having three attackers. That's very important, obviously. But if your midfield is not seeing those passes, seeing those runs, and being bold and putting the ball where it should be, you can have five attackers and nothing's going to change. That was the real difference in this game. We had the attacking players, but our mentality seems to have shifted. And I have no idea what that is, how that happened, but... It's just beautiful that it happened. And then, obviously, you get to Zhao Felix, who played a very, very good game. He was dynamic. He moved around with Lewandowski. They were dangerous together. And he got his first goal for Barca, right? Just after pushing really hard, following the ball through, and putting forward a great shot that ends up going in at a weird angle, but he did it. Great to see. Look, I did not think he was the person that we needed. I think he wasn't great at Chelsea, but he's always had potential. So I'm glad to see if this is the place for him, if this is the fit, if this is what unlocks that potential to get him to where everybody thought he could be. Love to see it. Love to see that. Hope for the consistency. Um, Just... Very excited for what he's bringing to this team. That attacking play also kept the defenders just completely baffled, completely unaware of what to do. And that's how you see all of our attackers getting goals in. Some really nice goals, some really nice plays. I mean, I couldn't even tell you which was my favorite, but there were some standout plays. I mean... The three Megs in a row. I'm telling you, man. I haven't seen something so beautiful. The link-up play between Lewandowski and Felix. Lewandowski is doing flicks again. You know, Zhao Cancelo is getting in there. His goal. I said this to Craig in a text. I think that was the best game that we played under Xavi. And of course, he mentioned the 4-0 thrashing of Real Madrid. But... For me, the difference here is this feels sustainable. This feels like something we can do. It feels like we've unlocked something that we've been missing. And it feels like we can keep doing this. And obviously, we followed that up with a performance against Antwerp where we scored the same amount of goals. Again, no coincidence to me that we started with three attackers up top three midfielders in the middle and we're having this offensive performance 
that we've all been missing and we saw against Betis with the same formation. Who knows? Maybe having more attackers means you create more chances. I don't know. Who would have thunk it? But you know what? It's not time for that right now. I'm just going to talk about how beautiful it was to see us play like that two games in a row back to back. Absolutely amazing. There were so many great goals. I mean, again, Zhao Felix put in a performance. He played very well, scored a great first goal. For me, the goals are great. I I love them, obviously, because they mean points. They mean wins. But what this team has been missing hasn't just been the goals. And I think I look at the game and I see the things that the things that excite me are really the passes before the pass that scores the goal, right? So the second goal for me was probably my pick of the bunch. It was a great goal from Lewandowski, really great finish. But that pass from Frankie de Jong to open up Zhao Felix, yes, he did a lot with the cutback and the chip. Beautiful, loved it, very happy he's here. But I think we can score with anybody if we are actually making those passes. And those passes were coming left and right all night. But that was one that was just just a pick of the litter for me. Just looking through, hitting that ball. Defender is caught by a forward running behind. The amount of times we look off that ball just in the past... It was just so frustrating. Absolutely the most frustrating thing about this team was how many times each one of our players would look that ball off and then pass it sideways. And surprise, surprise, we stopped doing that and we started scoring a lot of goals. Very excited. We had a lot of possession again today. I mean, it's Antwerp. We should have had a lot of possession. But it felt like the possession was purposeful this time. It felt like we were going towards a goal, their goal, obviously, but like different, right? In the past, in the games that we thought were boring or the games that we thought we didn't play well in, we had massive amounts of possession. But those other teams knew we were never going to pass that ball deep. We were never going to make those penetrating passes so they could sit back and wait. We seem to have kind of figure that out a bit hopefully we continue to play this way it will be interesting to see what happens against a team that low blocks us like Hatafe did but I think if we're making these passes if we're seeing these possibilities opening up because it's not like against Hatafe we didn't have those chances we just didn't pass the ball so I mean if you haven't seen the game Go back and watch. I would suggest you watch the whole game if you have access to it because highlights just aren't going to do it. The highlights are great, but it was just the overall play. We played amazingly. And I'm just very excited about the next game and the one after that and the one after that. And that brings me to some just key things that I've noticed that I think are really stand out and that we should look towards. One of them is Jokunde. I think the Antwerp game showed exactly why he's amazing for us, right? Like, Jao Consuelo was going up, but 
Kunde was also doing that in a way that I thought was just very smart. He wasn't going PK at the end of a game trying to get a header in or whatever, but he was crucial in helping move the ball up and move our line up. Um, I think it's great the pairing with Christensen because Christensen sits a little bit further back and he can go up, but he was passing, he took a shot, which applaud him for doing that. I mean, listen, we're up, you have the opportunity, you see it, take it, whatever. But it was just nice to see that center back, that he's solid in the back, but then can also go up and add to the attack. That's amazing. I'm looking forward to what that looks like in the future and what that looks like against a better team and what that looks like with Araujo. Do they have the same balance? Is it more balanced to have one of them with Christensen or the two of them up there together? Interesting. Second thing, Frankie de Jong. I think he's been amazing. He has been really showing us who he is. And I said that a little bit earlier, but I think one of the things for me is him releasing the ball. I mean, yeah, he has these deep runs and there was a time during the Antwerp game where I was like, let it go, let the ball go. He didn't do it fast enough, but he's starting to sit back and make those passes, move the ball in ways that are just chef's kiss. Looking forward to seeing where that goes. I mean, I think Gavi has been playing really well as well. He scored a goal today. Great for him. I think his performances have gone kind of unsung in a way because Frankie's been playing so well, but he's been solid. Gavi's been very solid. Obviously, Zhao Felix, Lewandowski, and whoever is up there with them. It's interesting because I one of the things I noted in the Betis game was I was like, they're not the quickest pairing, but we really don't have to have the quickest because we don't play a counter-attacking game anyway. I mean, I would like to have that option in case we need to, especially against low-block teams, but if we're just going to hold possession, we really don't need to have the fastest wingers or attackers to counter, right? But that does mean that our midfielders are going to have to see these passes. They're going to have to play the ball when it's ready. Um, I think Zhao Cancelo and Balde really help that. But yeah, it's it's really nice to see. It seems like Lewandowski's enjoying being a striker again. He's up there. He's getting balls from Felix. He's getting balls from Rafinha, Ferran Torres, whoever's up there. It's great to see this pairing in the making and what this could potentially do. Looking forward to that. I think they have been standout. And yeah, just looking forward to seeing what that looks like against a Real or against a different team. Zhao Cancelo obviously is the... I think he's more important to us than Zhao Felix. I think he's more important than Gundogan. I think he's probably the best signing we've had in a very long time. Hopefully, we can make it permanent. Invaluable having a defender, a right back that is a proper right back, that we don't have to sacrifice one of our center backs to fill that position. We have a person for Vinicius when he comes back. You know, we have a right back for potential Mbappe. 
we have a right back that will help us attack. And I think he's really been the key in this attacking mentality. It seems like he is a player that just loves to go forward, loves to move the ball, loves to score goals, loves to start goals, loves to assist goals. I think that's been missing. I It, it seems like that addition has really shifted things. So looking forward to seeing that more and more. And then the last thing is the credit to Xavi on what's happened on our defense, right? Like to see how well our offense is playing, but we're still keeping clean sheets. That's a credit to where we've come from where we were, you know, a couple years ago. Any attacker coming at our defense, I was scared shitless. You know, good team or bad team, it was clear that we were liable to give up a goal. Even last year, Marcos Alonso and Eric Garcia playing in that left-sided of the defense, just leaky, leaky at times. It was just crazy. So I gave credit to Xavi for really setting our defense up to be as solid as it is. And now we can go forward without fear. And I don't even fear teams coming back at us. I mean, Royal Antwerp, had one really good chance. Ter Stegen was there. Ter Stegen has been that guy. He's been helping us, keeping us going for a very long time. And it's great that he has a defense that can help him. That teams don't think that they just come in here and score. And then you add that with an offense that's actually trying to score, trying to move forward, trying to get the ball in the back of the net and not just hold the ball. The sky is the limit for us, man. The sky looks like the limit, the future looks really bright. Brings me to the last thing I want to talk about. Can we continue this form? What does the future look like? I think some of the major questions fall on Xavi's lineups, right? What happens when Pedri's back? We'll have Pedri, Gundogan, Frankie de Jong, Gavi. If he doesn't see any of those players as droppable, does he go back to his four system? Does he drop Ferran Torres or Rafinha and go with four in the midfield and Jao Felix and Lewandowski up top? I mean, I think it'd be crazy if he did that, but you don't really know. I mean, he's had attackers. I think one of the things that I feel like we're all looking at this and going, oh, it's these new players. It's They're just so much better. I don't think they're that much better. I think the shift has been our mentality and our desire to go forward. I think the shift has also been that we don't have the players in the midfield that he would usually play. And he's had to then make changes to accommodate what we have. Luckily, those changes coincided with getting Zhao Felix. And so he had to play three up top. And then he had to play three in the middle. So I don't know if it's a given that he plays this formation going down the line when we have all those players available. But I think it'd be crazy for him to revert back to what was happening when we were not scoring goals. But I'm going to be optimistic. 
and say that he's learned his lesson. He understands that we need to have three attackers up top and we need to be playing this type of football for Barca fans like us to enjoy our team the way that we have these last two games. The other question is defensively. And I think I covered this a little bit too. Like what happens when Araujo comes back? What does he do? What's the best defensive pairing? I hope that we at least get to see Kunde and Araujo play in the center together for a little bit. But I mean, it's just nice to know that if Christensen gets injured or Araujo gets injured, we are now having the cover to avoid a situation like what happened last year in the Champions League. Because I do think Xavi was quite unfortunate a bit last year in the draw, not the draw, in the group stage of the Champions League. I think we had a lot of defensive injuries. Of course, we were playing poorly. Sergio Busquets was in the middle. We were not passing the ball forward. But those defensive injuries kind of sank us. So it's a great problem to have that we have too many good defenders in the center of the park and we might have to drop one for the others. It'll be interesting to see if it's a situational thing. Like, is it a game thing? What the situation is there? Looking forward to that headache, which means I'm looking forward to having all of our players in our defense back and healthy, especially Araujo. The midfield thing also with Romeu playing as well as he has, like, what do you do with him? I mean, we're playing in a couple of different competitions, right? So having that depth is not going to be a problem. And a lot of these players are older, so they can't really play all the games all the time. So, you know, I think the Romeu thing is going to work itself out. Similar to Neo Martinez, like, that's going to work itself out. I don't think we need to worry about what happens with those players. I think Xavi's been pretty good about his subs in the last two games. I thought he made some really smart subs in the Betsy's game and in the Antwerp game. So if we keep winning games like this, if we're up 3-0 in the first like 30 minutes, I think a lot of players are going to get a lot of time and we're not going to have to worry about that for them. The biggest thing I do worry about though is the fact that looking at how the league is going to turn out with Real Madrid being injury strong right now and not having their best players forward. There's a high likelihood that because of our very lucky Champions League draw, we won't get tested up until like March. I mean, if we're saying that Real Madrid is probably our biggest test in the league, Atletico Madrid is in and out. They could be a test. They could not be a test. They will be a pop quiz, definitely, but not a final. And it just feels like we're not going to see how good this team truly is until we're in that next round of the Champions League. And since we should be winning our group pretty handedly, it might not be till the round after that, that we're actually put against a team that's going to truly test us. I mean, I would like to hope that we get tested and we pass with flying colors sometime before then. But it is a fear that this team might not truly get a 
Bayern caliber test, a PSG caliber test, a even AC Milan caliber test, even though they didn't do that well today. Um, that may not happen until the second round of the Champions League, potentially. Fingers crossed that we get there. Not to say that La Liga is so poor that those teams aren't a test, but realistically, with the team that we have, the way that we're playing, we should be putting all these teams in body bags the way that we are. If we continue to play this attacking play, if our players are healthy, we look very good. We look very, very good. We're solid defensively. We have some of the best midfielders in the world. And now our attackers are matching that. We look very good. So uh, it's it's tough because I, I want to be so hype. And I am so hype. And I want to see this continue. I want to see this run of form. But in the back of my mind is that little bit of like Antwerp. You know, it's Antwerp. And the rest of the teams in the Champions League draw are basically of similar quality. So, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited. I think all the levels of our team look so good on paper. And seeing it gel the way it has in these last couple of games is really great. I think it can continue. Especially if Xavi keeps picking these players and this attacking lineup. And everybody stays fit. But we won't know how good this team is up until potentially mid to late March of next year. Say all that to say, though, let's enjoy it while we have it. Enjoy what we have. Enjoy what's going on. Enjoy loving Barca again and being a team that we can watch on a weekend and just just. Just marvel in in the beautiful game and what it's supposed to be in our form and our style of play. And I think that's the last thing I'm going to say. I think we finally got that Barca style of play back. It wasn't what Valverde was trying to do. It wasn't Koeman. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't even Enrique to an extent. It's this. It's possession for a purpose not possession for possession's sake so hopefully we continue to remember this purpose glad that Xavi's found his groove uh long may it continue so thankful for all the players we have and all the things that's going on just looking forward to what comes next thank you all for listening visca barca Podcast Network.